This week on The Swearwolves, we shine our shoes, put on our cummerbunds, and discuss Prom Night and Prom Night 2. Swearwolves, I'm Brett. I'm David. David, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am uh, homeless. Aw. I'm also thing. carless. Man, I get am, the job. I'm a, I'm a vagabond. <laughs> I just go around from town to town. You have a little like a satchel or a stick with like a little bag on it? <laughs> yep. Hopping on boxcars and shit? <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I'm doing. You know that uh, when I was young, that really intrigued me. Like That, that life... <laughs> <laughs> did when I that was, was like, like a that kid, was like, like van life, but like when we were kids, <laughs> yeah, up on trains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we would have had like TikTok back then, <laughs> we'd, we'd like hobo, yeah, recording yourself, TikTokers. Yeah, recording yourself with a little satchel or a little sack. By the way, hobo. Like funny that we bring up hobo because that's going to come into play with something I need to tell you later on in this episode. Oh my god. Um, but we'll get there when we get there. Let's just, let's just do this naturally, mm, David. Yeah. This is a natural progression. All right. We can't force anything. <laughs> we got to let it happen organically. <laughs> Organic. Um, but yes, I am homeless. Uh, we are not together. We are both in the same town, but I'm on one side of town. You're on the other side of town and I'm staying at a hotel right now. Uh, and I will be leaving for Pennsylvania in two days. Oh my God. Yeah. So all your shit's packed up. All my shit is packed up, so I have to record this. I'm recording my audio separate. You're recording my audio also. So if this sounds kind of weird... Yeah, it's because you're not using your normal microphone. I'm not using my normal microphone. I'm using an iPhone (laughs) to record this. So if it sounds really good, then we wasted a shit ton of money on microphones. On our microphones. (laughs) (laughs) We should have just used our iPhones. Yeah. Uh, But if it sounds bad, that's why. Makes sense. So give us a couple uh, weeks. We'll sound beautiful. Yeah, we'll sound better. It's just gonna take a it's gonna take a while. And I'm sure, you know, not everybody that listens to this podcast is like, you know what? If it sounds like shit, I don't listen. Our listeners tend to be pretty cool and I don't think they care yeah, so much about forgiving. quality. Quality of content, not yeah. quality of audio. Exactly. Although yeah, we like to how, it's about how good our dick jokes are. They're amazing. Yeah, Chef Kiss. <laughs> Chef Kiss. <laughs> uh David. It is the end of the school year. I know that we don't really care, uh, except for the fact that I work in education. My wife works in education and your wife works in education. But um, I'm still really stupid about these things, though, because the other day I was driving and I was like, why are there like it drove through like two different school zones. And I was like, do schools not like they have the day off today or something? Is it like early release day? And I was like, oh, and later my wife's like, school's out, dummy. I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) school's out for summer in most places, I think. 
there might be a few places maybe back east that have to do makeup days. Maybe. But usually end of May, beginning of June. That's it. Everything's winding down. Kids are going away on summer break. But they just had, probably, in most of these places, their proms. Aww. Do you remember prom? I do. Uh, I went junior and senior year. Junior year. Both times, though, I wasn't dating anyone, so I just went with, like, a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Senior year, I went with uh, somebody who was up for, I don't know if it was prom queen or prom princess or whatever. (laughs) Uh, she did not. She did not win. <laughs> I went my junior year because I had to go. Yeah, because I was nominated. I was in that prom king. Ooh, what do they call it? Prom court, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Were you the jester? I was the court jester. <laughs> uh, no, but I was nominated for that. Plus, I was You're also the, class the court one. eunuch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like look at me. I got no balls. I have no balls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Want to see I my helicopter also- dance? I was also class president. I'm going to do a little mm-hmm, the Look horn. at you. Class president that year. Uh, that was junior year. And then I moved down to Arizona. Uh, You're a loser. Became, that's when, the, that's was, when you became a hobo. <laughs> that's when I became a hobo. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Painted a beard on myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. My um wife was... No, I was going to say she was prom queen, but I don't think that's true. I think she was homecoming queen. Oh, yeah. I never went to homecoming. I never went to homecoming. I only went to prom the one time because I had to. And then, uh, like I said, then I moved down here and I didn't go to anything. Yeah. And then when I went to prom, I went with some friends. You went stag? I think I got, I think I got stoned. <laughs> and then we went to Hooters. <laughs> and then I went to the prom. And then we went bowling. That's fun. Yeah, I don't even rem- remember where I went. I went. Th- we went to Planet Hollywood. I think one. Oh God, remember one th- Planet I think that Hollywood? Was, I think that was my junior year. Senior year, I don't even remember. Fucking Planet Hollywood. What a what a fucking shit. <laughs> a shithole. No, it's got all the cool memorabilia. Well, that's cool, I guess. But I remember thinking like, oh, I'm at Planet Hollywood. I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the ultimate in fancy dining. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the pinnacle like, of fanciness. I was like 18, ordering yeah. wings from Planet Hollywood. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Like I thought it was hot shit when I took my date to Planet Hollywood. I was like, like we'll be dining at Planet Hollywood. Planet today. Hollywood amongst the stars. <laughs> Maybe we'll see Arnie. Maybe. <laughs> so stupid, but that's yeah, exactly what I thought. Is that, is that Bruce Willis? Like, No, that's just a bald guy. Oh. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's Bruce Willis. <laughs> He's sitting with Steven Seagal. <laughs> like, not just a fat guy. <laughs> it's a fat guy with no talent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, that is Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> he was trying to wash oh. my windows outside, so yeah, it probably was him. <laughs> he hit a stick with a sack on it. <laughs> hey, I know that guy. <laughs> it's Steven Seagal. But yeah, prom probably just ended. So, and I think I was talking to we were talking to Jersey Mike, and he was talking about these movies. So, yeah, should, why not? Like, we should probably do these. Uh, prom night, prom night two. Had you seen either of these? I've seen the opening scene of prom night a couple of times with the kids, uh-huh. uh, but I've never seen the whole thing, and I've never seen prom night two. Okay, so I've seen both of these before. Oh, but okay. I I just watched prom night two last year. Mm-hmm. For the first time, because it was on Shutter, 
and I was just flipping through the channel or just flipping through Shutter on a, like a random weekend, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And then Prom Night, I haven't seen. I mean, David, it's probably been 40 years. Oh, wow. You're like, like a baby when you saw it. <laughs> I, I honestly, I was probably like, I, I'll tell you more about this when we get into the when we get into the movie but it used to come on tv yeah and it used to play it on like nbc or whatever it used to come on tv quite a bit yeah when i saw I the opening scene it. it was just on like network tv or something yeah and i think i was reading about that um when i was doing a little bit of research for this episode like some network bought the rights to show this movie um so they did and plus this was on the heels of like halloween 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 2 was probably a year out, right? Halloween 2 came out in 81? 81. But this is on the heels of Halloween. And so it's kind of like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, Terror Train probably came out right around the the same same time. time. So she's she's like the scream queen at this point. Um, But I've always wanted to see it. In fact, when it came on TV, this was recently when I saw the opening scene. um, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. I think my wife was like, you want to go get lunch or something? And I was like, yep. And it turned it off. That sounds better. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about it. Prom night. Not our prom nights. We know what happened on our prom nights. And I know what didn't happen on my prom night. We went home and jerked off. (laughs) That's what happened. That's funny. I remember my junior prom, my prom date when I picked her up, I was like, oh, hey, you look nice. Or something like that. And she was like, just so you know, you're not getting any tonight. Oh, God. (laughs) Really? yeah, that was like the first thing she said. And she my was friend, like a friend, and I wasn't even into her like that. So I was like, I wasn't planning on, don't flatter yourself. I wasn't planning on trying. My friend Ben, he's like, you could get some if you wanted to. He's who I, he's I, who I went to you. prom with. He's You're like, like I will. Leave all options on the table. Exactly. <laughs> uh, prom Night came out in 1980, specifically July 18th, 1980. That's kind of a weird day for a horror movie to come out. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot Mid- outside. Summer. Let's watch a horror yeah. movie. The prom was a, f- a few months ago. What do you think the number one movie was? Um, I'm gonna go with eighty. I'm gonna say this right up top. I mean, the movie's fine and everything, but when I was looking at this, I was like, "What a shit! What a <laughs> shit year!" <laughs> well, then I guess it's not the movie I picked because I remember we did a 1980 movie not too long ago, and I, but I don't remember when it was released. But the number one movie was Empire Strikes Back, so I went with that. Or no, yeah, no, we did a 1983 movie and it was Return of the Jedi. Return that's of the right. Jedi. But I'm going Empire Strikes Back. No, it wasn't Empire, but that's a good, that's probably a good guess. It's, yeah. It probably was maybe the following week and like the yeah, week before. Yeah, it had recently been dethroned yeah. by whatever wonderful movie yeah. you're about to name. And this isn't a bad movie. It's not like, it's not like something that I'm like, oh, wow, this is fucking awesome. It's Cheech and Chong's next movie. Oh, I don't, yeah, I've never seen it. I mean... It's just Cheech and Chong, right? Yeah, it's, it's just, just like the stoner comedy. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the number one song. I'm going Again, with... I'm it's going a shit year. I'm going with Do That To Me One More Time by Captain and Tennille. Do me one more time. Once is never enough. Yeah, you gotta bang oh. me again. Do that again. <laughs> that thing you just did that took five seconds. Do G-spot, baby. Yeah, do it one more time. <laughs> In my butt. No, the number one song was a song by Paul McCartney called mm-hmm. Coming Up. One of his lesser known songs. If you heard it, you'd probably yeah, be like, go, oh, oh, I that recognize song. that. That's not ringing a bell by title. No, I had to listen to it, and then I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I turned it off. Yeah, I'm good. And I like Paul McCartney. I'm a big Paul McCartney fan. He's one of my top four favorite Beatles. And <laughs> Absolutely. I, <laughs> I really do like his solo stuff uh, with Wings and Yeah, I like McCartney. But, 
Yeah. But this song, I'm just like, okay. okay. All right, Paul. I guess. This movie was written by William Gray, directed by Paul Lynch, and music by Paul Zaza. If Paul Zaza's on this, you know it's Canadian. Yep. The Canadian horror guy. <laughs> Uh, he does good scores, though. Yeah, uh, I'll give he, that. He did Terror Train, Paul. right? I believe he did Terror Train. He did um, My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And uh, the Christmas Story. Yeah, that's right. We talked about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Prom Night Two. Oh shit! That's he right. Brought him one. back. Brought him back. They're like, gotta he's the it. only composer. We got to run it back. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> what famous musicians come out of Canada? <laughs> Brian Adams. That's yeah. That was the first version I thought of. <laughs> Fucking Rush. Oh yeah, Rush. They were busy. Brian Adams and Rush was busy. Yeah, we got to get Paul Zaza on the horn. <laughs> I always thought Ario Speedwagon was from Canada. They like, should forever. be. Yeah, they sound yeah. Canadian. They should be, but they're not. They're from like St. Louis. <laughs> A bunch of posers. They are. Uh, Prom Night stars Jamie Lee Curtis as Kim Hammond, Leslie Nielsen. I was yeah. surprised to see Leslie Nielsen uh, in this. He plays her father, Mr. Hammond. Uh, who else is in this? Nobody. <laughs> those are the two. Those are the two. Like, yeah. There's other people. Um, we have other cast. Yeah, those are the only two guy. people of note. Yeah, there's Nick and Wendy and Alex, Vicky. Jude. Jude. A lot of people in this movie. We'll get, we'll get to. There's doctors and cops and all sorts of shit. Budget for this movie was $1.5 million. What do you think the box office was? Oh, um, they, well, they made a sequel. <laughs> I'm surprised that I asked you that question. No, I asked you that question no, no, every no. week. I'm, I'm no, I'm surprised that the budget was that low. <laughs> oh, okay. Because this movie it had to have turned a profit. So I'm going to go $12 million. Close. Close. Actually, more. $14.8 million. Oh, nicely done. Again, this is, this is riding on the heels of Terror Train and Halloween and all that. And slasher films are coming yeah. out now, right? We're, we're in, in the 80s. It's like, okay, everybody's got to have a slasher film coming out. And this is no exception. So people are like, we're going to go watch this horror movie. And then the next weekend, they're like, we aren't going to go watch this horror movie. <laughs> One and done. Movie begins, and it's like 1974. Flashback. And uh, there's a bunch of like young kids. They're like 11, 12 years old or whatever. And this is Wendy, Jude, Kelly, and Nick. I'm playing hide yep. and seek. And in some like, like abandoned, abandoned building. Yeah, it looked like an old school. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like a school or a hospital or something like when that. When I was reading it, it said it was a convent. Oh, a convent! But how the fuck would we know, right? It didn't say like abandoned convent. Yeah, it didn't say fucking before. nunnery. That's <laughs> where they make the nuns. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's uh, it was just an old building. Like I said, it looked like a school or like a hospital or whatever. But they're playing hide and seek and. Uh, these three kids come up with these two little fucks. They're dressed. <laughs> this boy and a girl. Fucking Devilman twins. <laughs> it's like we gotta establish that these two are twins. Yeah, let's make them yeah, fraternal twins. Let's but we'll dress them the same so the audience puts two and two together. Yeah. Put them in striped their- shirts like they just escaped from jail. <laughs> like in a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. With a bag with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> and a and a um, like a Lone Ranger mask. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that in Christmas Story? Where he like shoots, or he's like a sheriff and he's shooting the robbers. Like, oh, in his yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what they look like. like they're the robbers. Um, but yeah, they have the striped shirts on and they're matching. So they're twins, right? And, and their older sister is with them. 
Yeah. And she forgot one of her books. Oh, she like she's like, hi, Nick, or whatever she says to one of the boys because he's hiding. And he's like, shut up. He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm hiding. I'm going to blow my cover. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, shit. I forgot my geometry book. Yeah, I got to go back and get it. And I'm very studious. I got to go back and get it. And, the, and she leaves her twin brother and sister there. And uh, the, the sister, Robin, and she's like, I want to go play with those older kids. I want to play in the abandoned building. <laughs> it looks like fun. Her brother, Alex, is like, they're not going to want to play with you. So Yeah, you're lame. You suck. <laughs> He's like, I'm leaving. And she goes, well, I'm going to go play with them. So she climbs up into that building and she's looking for everybody. And she's like... Where is everybody? Yeah, they're like, hey, don't her- you know how hide and seek works? <laughs> yeah, it's not a. Co- it's it's not like, a- shut the fuck up. It's not a hard concept, but these kids that are playing hide and seek. All right, so you got Wendy, Jude, and Kelly. They're three girls, and you got Nick, who's the boy, and they're playing this game, and they're like saying the killers. Gonna the killers get are you. coming. The killers are coming. <laughs> it's yeah. like really, really fucking psychotic. Yeah. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. (laughs) And then when they find somebody, they're like, the killer killed you. And then that person becomes part of the killer. Yeah. With them. And then they go hunting for the next person. Okay, that's fine. We used to play a game called Ghost in the Graveyard back in the day. Um, Just a variant of of hide and seek. But uh, where you would like do that kind of stuff. So you would team up after you caught somebody. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And, I never played that. Not like morbid, but I mean, we were playing it like it was scary, right? We'd play yeah. it at night in that our neighborhood scary. and we'd hide hide in people's like, like the neighbors were like, you can hide in the side of our house. We don't care. Our neighbors were pretty cool about that. Did you ever put dog poop on a stick and chase people with it? No. No. See, that's the kind of stuff I was into. <laughs> <laughs> the feces are coming. <laughs> no, we were all pretty cool with one another in the neighborhood. Like after dinner, everybody would just get in one centralized location, which was usually like in front of our house, and we'd just play for hours. And our parents would all sit out on the front porch. We were all poor kids. <laughs> so that's what we did for entertainment. You'd open up the bag that uh you had on a stick and, and yeah. <laughs> play jacks and yeah. I'd dole out the bread yeah. that I got. Use the stick, put feces on the end of it, chase the other kids. Yep. So, but we play games like that, but we never like we're like we're killers. We're gonna kill you. Like that's that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty creepy. Like taunting yeah. each other. So they were yelling at at each other. They're like, kill, kill. Well, they find this little girl, right? Yeah, Robin. And they're like, yeah, Robin. And they're like scaring her, and they keep yelling, kill, kill, kill at her. And she's slowly and walking they- backwards, like ah, fucking moonwalking here. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, and and they're like getting it from all sides, and she's walking backwards, and she's like, no, no, no. She ends up fucking falling out of a window <laughs> to yeah, her death. No. <laughs> yeah, she's dead. And uh, Nick says to the girls, he's like, we gotta go call the cops, and they're like, are you kidding? They'll arrest us. The, the fucking logic of an eleven-year-old. Yeah, this is like, like I know what you did last summer, but like with children. It is. We it's make exactly a pact like, here and now. We take this to our graves. And that's basically what uh, I think it's uh, Wendy says. Yeah. So She's just like, go home. Vicky. Never tell anybody about this. Yep. So they all bolt. Yep. But then, we see a shadow, a shadowy figure around the body. Mm-hmm. So somebody saw 
Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> What's going on? Someone knows what they did that particular Last summer. summer. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't quite summer. They were still in school. Maybe they had just gotten out. <laughs> I know what um, you did in that awkward area between spring and summer. <laughs> Doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Um, but now we're six years later. Yes. But I did want to say that uh, Leslie Nielsen shows up. He's the dad. And he sees what happened. And this is still in the flashback before the six years later. And yeah. Then, he's the kid's he's, dad. Yeah. He says something like, she was fighting her perpetrator or something. Like, they think that some guy... Somebody, like, like a, murdered her. A sexual offender or something. Like, tried to... Attack her. Take advantage of her and stuff. Tossed her out and, a window. Uh, Tossed out of a window. So that's what they think happened. So they never even suspect the kids. Which is kind of stupid because wouldn't wouldn't uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and the brother go, well, there was those four kids who were playing they in were that playing? building. I thought that too. You would think they would like, have mentioned that. Maybe maybe we should ask them if they saw anything. Yeah. Maybe it, no. it, Jamie Lee Curtis is preoccupied with her book and the other kids just were, I don't know. The he's brother like, was like, like Fuck. trying to plan the next outfit that he was going to coordinate <laughs> with his sister. Yeah, and he's like, finally, though, I don't have to wear this, I have to wear this fucking outfits. matching shirt all the time. I can be my own person. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but you're right. Now it's six years later. It's like the anniversary of this uh, girl's death. Yeah, and they're like at the grave yep. visiting and we her. See, we see now it's Jamie Lee Curtis, who was the older sister. And Alex, all grown up. And Alex, who's grown up. And they're like a junior. He, he's a junior now, and she's a senior. Do you notice at this scene at the cemetery, Alex's nipples are very hard and sticking through his shirt? And then, like, when he goes to school later, it's still nipple city. I was like, man, this guy's got to get an undershirt or something. Or maybe it's very cold in Canada. Canadian summers. I did not very notice warm. any of this, by yeah. the way. I, well, anytime I, I'm watching a movie, I'm always looking at uh, straight at the nipple. I think I started watching this movie on YouTube. Okay, and then you switched. And the, the quality wasn't that good, so I went to Tubi. Yeah, that's where I watched it, where the nipple quality now, is high def. Nipple, yes. Now, on YouTube, they were playing the director's cut. Ooh. On Tubi, they did not. So there, there was an extra scene that I got before I switched over, and that's where Leslie Nielsen, after this graveyard scene, Leslie Nielsen takes the mom mm-hmm. uh, of, the, of the twins and Jamie Lee Curtis to this psychiatric doctor. Oh. And it, and it sets up this kind of thing like the mom is cuckoo. She went cuckoo. nuts and out for vengeance. Kind of sets that up, but oh, they okay. cut it out of the final version. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I switched over to the regular version though because that wasn't going anywhere, and I was like really bored with the conversation <laughs> they were having. Uh, so it's right around then that I switched. Hey, anyway. like, I want to see the nipple cut. Let's just go to the I, other I got, version. We got to go to the the nipple cut. Um, but Leslie Nielsen is the principal at the high school. Yeah. That they go, Hamilton High. And there's a creepy-ass groundskeeper, Mr. Sykes, who's like an obvious red herring right off uh-huh. the bat. Like, well, that guy, he's definitely not the killer. Jamie Lee Curtis is Kim. And Nick, the boy who was part of the foursome that killed, well, led to the death of right. Robin, are now dating. Kim and Nick are now dating, and they're going to go to prom together. And um, uh, Nick used to date, uh, was it Wendy? Yeah, I one, believe so. one of the girls. So there's Wendy there's tension there. So yeah, he used to date Wendy, who is one of the other girls, uh, during the whole hide and seek debacle. And this Wendy is kind of a bitch. She's the worst. She's just <laughs> yeah, she's rotten. 
And uh, she doesn't like Jamie Lee Curtis. No, she hates her. And she's really jealous. Okay, so there is this creepy guy that looks like a fucking Neanderthal. He's got, like, the biggest unibrow. (laughs) The unibrow is intense. And he's got, you know, the leather jacket, and he's all, He's a fucking caveman. Yeah, he's fucking Lou. Lou. Lou the fucking Geico caveman. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, it's so easy, a caveman could do it, huh? Um, But he is this fucking guy, and he's like a rapist. Because he goes up to Jamie Lee Curtis when she's in the lunch line and, like, attacks her. Yeah, that's fucked up. And Alex, her younger brother, sees this and he comes running over and gets into a fight with him. And he's like, what? I was just goofing around. And all they did was expel this guy. Yeah. Like, it shows you, like, how shittily, (laughs) if that's a word, like, women were were treated... (laughs) Like, I, I mean, because that uh, reflects reality, well, I guess. And like, wearing a ski mask during this, uh, like, attack scene. Like, it looks like there's a killer trying to, like, attack her. I mean, it's just like, first of all, you couldn't go into a school with a ski mask on mm. like that. Yeah, days. even in You'd 1980, I don't think that would fly. <laughs> Second of all, no, I remember kids coming to school with ski masks on. I guess that's true. I had one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like not for like like for because I lived in Wisconsin. Like it was cold. Like kids would See, come in, to school. Yeah, with Arizona, there. you didn't need it. I just thought it looked cool. But I got the one that I had was like, do you remember that store Factory to you, where you could get like clothes that were like fucked up, like yeah. it was like the stitching was off or like something was wrong with it, so it was cheaper. One one leg in the pants is like a little shorter. Dead. Yeah. So when I was a kid, shorter, we tighter. didn't really have much money. So a lot of my clothes came from factory to you. And I remember my ski mask that I got, the eyes were off <laughs> <laughs> fucking Voorhees style or one of the eye holes was bigger than the other one. So I just remember it was kind of fucked up, but I thought it was cool. Whatever. <laughs> I also had like a flight jacket, like shortly after top gun came out that we got from factory oh, to you. And I think the yes. zipper, was crooked or something was wrong with the zipper it was kind of kind of fucked up it doesn't up. matter whatever i look just like maverick i look just like maverick i was fucking awesome <laughs> so yeah anyway how shittily the f- females were treated though because no one even like asked jamie lee curtis if she's okay no and then They're wendy like, asks yeah. uh, lou to go to prom with her just to stir up some shit yeah because she wants to start some shit because she knows that uh nick and kim are going to prom yeah and she wants so. to cause disruption Oh, we should also mention that the people that were there when the when Robin died start getting harassing phone calls oh, from yeah, like from a, a fucking ghost voice. face. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, "What are Jim, you doing? Can you come out and play tonight?" Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and um, Kelly gets one, and then Nick gets a call too, but he's like on his way out and doesn't answer the phone. Yeah, he's like, "I don't give a fuck." He's <laughs> uh, there's a cop. I think it's Nick's dad, and uh, he is investigating what's going on. Yeah, and we learned that there's an escaped mental patient named Leonard Murch. Okay. Glad you brought this up, because now this is going to intertwine with what I was going to say about watching this movie when I was a kid. This movie and Halloween, in my head, blended together. Now, when you're watching this movie, tell me that a lot of these shots didn't look John Carpenter Halloween-esque. Because there's... 
the exterior shots down the street, especially when like Jude is walking down the street and the oh, man Oh yeah, pulls it looks a lot like Haddonfield. At the beginning when they're like kill, kill, kill. That reminded me of when the kids are saying to the little boy, he's going to get, get you. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. Yeah. The boogeyman's coming. Me. Yeah. All that stuff when I was a kid, it all blended together in my head. Did you think Michael like, Myers' name was Leonard Merch? No, but I thought <laughs> some of the stuff that happened in this movie happened in Halloween. Ah, uh, yeah. And and that's why like the whole beginning scene where the where the girl falls out of the window, I was like, why why do I have that memory of that happening in Halloween? And mm. then years later, I mean before t- before this week, I figured, <laughs> yeah, I figured you, it you out gotta, a long time ago. But years later, I was watching Halloween and I was like, I have a memory of this stuff happening. And I either brought it up to my mom or I watched it or something and somebody said like no that was in prom night but because they were both on tv a lot back when i was young yeah they just kind of blended they blended together for whatever reason but the escape maniac that is uh or the the convict that escapes the mental hospital like that that's like michael myers-esque fucking leonard it's a funny name for a killer it is (laughs) and then also there's a lieutenant that's chasing after him i mean that might as well have been dr dr loomis yeah Anyway, that's that's my little two cents on that. But yes, Leonard Nimoy. He's on the loose. Leonard, Leonard Merch. Fucking <laughs> Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> he uses uh, the Vulcan death uh, pinch or whatever, pinch. the neck pinch to kill people. Uh, he uh, He's on the loose. And he's the one who was arrested and convicted of killing little Robin Aww. back in the day. He's but out. as an audience, as an audience, we know that he didn't do it. Right. Yeah, that red herring is kind of dumb. But was he the one in the shadows? Yeah, maybe. But I, don't, I don't know. I didn't buy it for a minute. I was like, that's not no, the killer. In fact, for, like, we'll get to it, but like, I knew who the killer was very early on. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty obvious. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll talk Who's about never that. around when any of these things happen? Uh, uh, shit starts going down. Oh, I should also mention that Jude's walking. I, told, I mentioned this scene. She's walking down the street and the van pulls up. And that's uh, Seymour. Oh, yeah, this slick. fucking dorky guy <laughs> who thinks he's cool. But he's got a van, and he's got uh, a bunch of joints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he asks her to prom, and she's she's yep. into it. She's like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so she's going to prom. Uh, Kelly and Kim, she- are, they're like in a, a locker room. Yeah. Uh, they just got out of the shower or whatever, and they hear glass breaking. And they go and investigate it, and they're like, oh, God, who did this? But there's one big chunk of uh, glass that's missing. So it's like, oh, I wonder yeah. what's going to happen with that glass. Did you also notice, like, they were they were playing tennis for PE class, and then after they got done and the gym teacher's like, hey, go hit the showers, the one girl, is, like, goes to that uh, groundskeeper, and she moons him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, what the hell? Yeah. Hey, groundskeeper Sykes, you want to see my, my ass? <laughs> Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. We get an also cool scene uh, here with Jamie Lee Curtis. She goes in to uh, check out the dance floor. Yeah, and she, she, like, starts doing her little disco dance. And she's going to cut a rug. Well, there's, like, a big dance number that comes up pretty soon. There is, but <laughs> she does a solo dance yeah. number first. I just think, like, it's so fucking cheesy. <laughs> Like the seventies, the late seventies, early eighties. Like nineteen eighty might as well shit. be like. Oh yeah, yeah it's still 19, the seventies basically. Nineteen eighty, nineteen eighty one is still the seventies. It's all the same. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like 79 plus one. <laughs> 79 plus two. Exactly. Like, we didn't hit the 80s until about 1984. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the 80s really started. Yeah, we didn't hit the 80s till prom night two, when it's in full swing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, it's very 80s. And that was 1987. <laughs> so... Uh, but uh, Nick picks Kim up for the prom, and then while he's at the house, he sees a photo of Robin, and you can tell he he feels really bad about what happened. He doesn't say anything. He wants though. to get something off of his chest. He does feel like he wants to get something yeah. off of his chest. But and then Lou picks up Wendy. He's got like two of his friends with him, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, he picks her up. <laughs> She's like, "Who are these guys?" He's like, "Oh, they're going <laughs> to be like helping. They needed a ride. They're going to be helping me out. Yeah, they needed a ride. Don't worry about it." And he's got like a T-shirt. With like a bow tie, the tux, the tux T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, That's and then he's got like, but I think he had an actual bow tie on, like over it. Oh, looks ridiculous. It's classy. But yeah, this is where we get our big dance number with uh, Nick and Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's like a full-on coordinated yeah, because, dance. Because Wendy shows up with Lou, yeah. and she's like, and Jamie Lee Curtis sees it, and she's like, "All right." That's what we're gonna do. Fucking dance off. <laughs> Hit it, boys. Hit it, boys. <laughs> Can I get a beat? It was oh, like her brother's that, the DJ. Her brother's the fucking DJ. It's like, yo, DJ, spin that shit. He's all. <laughs> he puts on some fucking Saturday Night Fever, and they start dancing. And David, you're absolutely correct. It's like a whole coordinated dance number. It was like, like she's all of that. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. They had practiced uh, this several times. Like we must, we must get this dance right. By the way, the other thing that I noticed is like all these songs that are playing in the background. And I know it's a movie, so they have to do this. But it's the same song playing for like a half an hour. <laughs> it's like if I was at the prom, I'd be like, oh, God. This suck- Can we hear this, something this else? song again? <laughs> Can we hear Lady in Red nope. or something? Lady in Red. Some good Canadian classic, jams. Classic prom song. Oh, yeah. Lady in red is dancing with me. Cheek to cheek. <laughs> the way you look tonight. And then he's like, I love you. I love you. <laughs> That's right. It's like <laughs> whispering to the microphone. I love you. <laughs> what a creep. <laughs> Uh, okay, dude, that's a fucking dentist office song. Is what that is. I associate yeah. that with like, uh, yeah, getting a filling, <laughs> <laughs> or having to bite down on those fucking X-ray things they would wedge in your mouth. Oh, that's uh-huh. the worst. Like, just bite this down. Yeah, hold very silly. The tears roll tear down. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just the lights. It's just the lights. Mm. Um, okay, the one girl Kelly. Oh yeah, she's got she's there with the guy named and her Drew. Boyfriend. They're making out yeah. in the locker room, and he and wants. She's gonna ha- let yeah, him go. Yeah, she all said the way. like we're gonna go all the way. Yep. Yep. And then she changes her mind mid mid coitus. <laughs> Not even. And I don't he, even think he had breached yet. Yeah, he probably hadn't even whipped it out yet. No. But. Yeah, I think it was still in his pants. And then, uh, but he gets just like in every movie, he flips out on her, and he's like, oh, "Hey, if, if you don't do it, I know plenty of girls who will." She's like, "Fuck <laughs> you! You're a creep." <laughs> No, she doesn't even say that. She's like, oh, come back, come back, come back. <laughs> but he leaves, right? Because he's like, whatever. He's an asshole. Yeah, so she's all alone. And she's crying, and uh, she gets killed. Yeah, that that shard of glass <laughs> at, comes like, back and gets, yeah, she gets her throat slashed. Yeah, that's that ski mask. Yep. With the, cro- with the crooked holes from factory to you. <laughs> Did I, you I, notice that ski mask had glitter? Yeah. 
throughout it. It kind of reminded me of like Ghostface. I thought like, so too, I like the, the cloak. Yeah. The original Ghostface cloak, I believe, had like, yeah, it did. Gl- it had glittery. some metallic flake to it. Yeah, when this kill happened, I paused it. This was an hour and three minutes into the movie, and this is where we get our first kill. I was going to say the same thing, David. <laughs> I paused it as well because I was like, how much is left in this movie? Because it's been going on forever. Yeah, about 25 and- minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, this movie's an hour and a half long, and a little over an hour is when we get our first kill. Yep. I believe our second kill is 10 minutes later. Oh, is this uh, Jude and Seymour when they're, they're banging in the van? Yeah, so let's talk about that. So, whereas Kelly stopped Drew, and she was like, I want to save myself, Jude is like... Take me. Take me, Seymour. (laughs) Seed me, Seymour. (laughs) Feed me, Seymour. (laughs) Suddenly, Seymour. Um, So, they're they're having fun in the back of the van. Yeah, and then he has to go pee-pee, because that's what you you do. After you bang, you got to pee-pee. Got to clean those pipes. Um, but then uh, they decide they're going to bang again. Like, let's go bang on the bluffs. And uh, they're like, yeah, that, By the way, that did, sounds good. Did, did you notice that their high school is on a cliff? Yeah. That's, that's got to be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, kids not watching what they're doing. Falling it's off cliffs cliff, and shit. It's on a cliff. And then it's like a beach. It looks like it's like, what, in Nova Scotia or something? (laughs) It's like, I don't know where the hell this was, but it's on a cliff that leads out to the ocean. It was very Canadian, yeah, because they called it a bluff. Like, no one calls it a bluff. Get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) It's a cliff. Yeah. Don't be ridiculous. But yeah, they decide to get a bang. They hear like a weird noise. And I like, I've been noted this too. When they hear a noise, Seymour, he goes, somebody's out there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But here's the other thing that happens. This is what takes 10 minutes between kills. So they're doing their thing in the van, and then she goes, let's go out to the bluff. And he goes, okay. So they go out to the bluff. They spend about two seconds out there, but it takes them about three minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. And we follow them. And then they get out there, and then they're like, uh, let's go back because someone's out there. <laughs> so then they go back. They go back to the van. That was completely unnecessary. They start smoking pot. They start smoking weed, and... Like I said, it's about 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden, the killer shows up. Yeah, he, like, bursts in and stabs uh, Jude. Yeah, he, like, brings her head out, doesn't he? Like, I think out so. Of the back of the like, that, that kill was kind of cool, because it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, he just yeah. pops and in. Then, and, then and then Seymour's, Seymour's like, like, fuck like, this shit, and starts driving off. Here. <laughs> and well, we have, like, kind also, of a car fight. Yes, and Seymour lost his glasses. Yeah, he can't see. Can't see shit. So he's doing donuts on on the bluff. Right? It's very dangerous, and the killer's hanging on the door. Oh gosh! Trying to get in and stabbing yeah. at him. And I knew what was going to happen, <laughs> and it happens. And Seymour goes uh, drives drives right off, off that cliff. And the fucking <laughs> van explodes. On, on Dude, not even on impact. I love before that movie. It's like yeah, yeah, exactly. Right before impact explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I think then we're back at the the prom. Wendy gets chased around. Now the killer's got an axe. Yeah. And this is kind of a long scene too. And she hides in the auto shop, like in a car. But hold on, the lieutenant who uh, was Nick, who's Nick's dad, he's at the prom because he's like, I think Leonard is going to come to the prom. And, and it's funny, escaped. I didn't, I didn't catch that at first. I was like, why is this guy here? <laughs> But then he gets a phone call from one of his other people, 
and they're like, hey, chief or Leonard's been caught. Leonard's been caught. And he's like, huh, great. I can enjoy the prom. Party. He's He's like, he's going to go get some punch and cut a rug, right? Yeah. Go hit on some underage girls. (laughs) Yep. Now it's a party. So that red herring, we know that it's not Leonard. Which we also knew the whole movie. It's like, come on. (laughs) Obviously it's not this Leonard guy. So now the killer is uh, chasing after Wendy with the axe, like David was saying. And she and fights she, him off and she runs away. Yeah, she discovers uh, Kelly's body. Yeah, and right when she catches Kelly's body, or when she sees the body, she screams. And then the killer just pops out and, and axes her to death. And Sykes, that janitor, he sees it happen. Yes, yeah, so we know it's not and, him. And he goes and tells everybody, but he's all wasted. <laughs> Yeah, nobody uh, believes him. And they're like, he's just a drunken asshole. There's a bunch of dead people. He's like, ah, oh, you big kidder. Come on. <laughs> um, Kim and Nick are going to be crowned. Oh, yeah. Bomb, King, King and Queen, Queen time. And Lou's backstage with his goons, and they got a big yeah. plan. Uh, and they knock. Which I, it's so which I didn't even understand what the plan was. I guess it was like, just to humiliate them, but and he hates the school, so I guess it was like... But who cares? It was a stupid plan. Like, they're going to knock <laughs> knock Nick out and basically crown him prom king. But wouldn't, like, yeah. he walk out and be like, well, that's not, uh, you're not Nick, that's so, not so beat it. For. Like, I don't think they would actually put the crown on him and be like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> Nick, you do something with your hair? You, you grow a unibrow? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Did you stop so, getting your eyebrows threaded? What's going on here? <laughs> Like very uh, very unruly in the upper brow region. <laughs> you also look like a Cro-Magnon. Um, <laughs> yeah, could but, you save me some money on car insurance? <laughs> Lou is standing in the wings on one side of the stage, and Kim is off on the other side of the stage, and they're supposed to walk out when the trumpets Oh, play. that's right. He takes the crown because they have the crown backstage. Yeah. That's right. They're already crowned. Yeah. Like, they don't even crown them. They already know who the prom yeah. king and queen are. And uh, which is not how they do it usually. Yeah, they put schools. the crown on you. It's very yeah, ceremonial. It. It's a surprise, right? It's a contest. It's very fancy. It's like you go to Planet Hollywood, you go to the prom, <laughs> they put the crown <laughs> on the head. It's a whole thing. There's rules. <laughs> it's a process. <laughs> um, so he's standing there waiting <laughs> to like go out. Like he's all, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show them. And the fucking killer comes up and chops his head off. <laughs> yeah, guess what, dude? Your head's not on anymore. <laughs> So deal with that. The head, the head goes rolling out. <laughs> rolls onto the, the stage, lights, and the lights start like flashing, and it rolls onto the stage, and it's just like, I'm dead. Could, I'm under the stage. Yeah, you could, yeah, yeah, you could totally tell it's just the actor like standing under the stage with yeah. his head like out of a cutout. But anyway, it's kind of cool. Everybody screams. Everybody of freaks out. Yeah, and starts leaving. But Kim's like, "Where's Nick?" Uh, so she runs backstage to get him free. Yeah, and she gets him. And yep. they're gonna escape, and they're confronted by the killer. Yep. Everybody else is gone. Yep. They're outside, and the, the cops music's are still going there. though. So we gotta we're gonna get ourselves a nice disco fight. Yeah, and they're like they're like fighting, brawling. They fight the killer, hit the killer, and Kim looks into the killer's eyes, and she's like, "Well, I think it, this is she axes him, and then I think that's when she's like, oh, fuck, I know, yeah. I know those eyes.'" <laughs> and the killer goes running outside. And the cops are like, put it down. Yeah, now the, the cops have all arrived. The place is surrounded. They all yeah. got their guns drawn. <laughs> that mask, and the eye holes are a little crooked. He's like, my parents couldn't. This is the <laughs> best mask they could afford. 
<laughs> Please. Oh. I've got a kick-ass flight jacket at home, too. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah, right, kid. <laughs> Shoot him. Kill him. He's poor. His fashion He's sense poor. is shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Kim comes out with Nick and she's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. And of course, the cops listen to her, right? Yeah. And then she goes up to the killer and she pulls the mask and it's Alex. Yup. And he starts crying about Robin and saying Robin's names. And then and he pff, dead. He's dead. And that's that's it. it. In the movie. Dude, this movie was boring as shit. <laughs> I'd seen this movie before, like I said. And I was kind of excited to watch it because I was like, you know, it's been a while. Nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. For that first hour, really boring. Last 30 minutes, pretty fun. Yeah. The first hour is like a made for TV movie, though. Right. It's like an after school special about like, I don't know what, like don't play hide and seek in abandoned buildings, maybe. <laughs> but, it's a PSA. And there's only a, a couple of kills. Yeah. Yeah. The body count is very low. What is it? Four? Something like five. that. I think it's five if you include uh, Slick and uh, Lou, right? Because he, oh. kill, he kills the three girls. Yep. He never yeah, kills them. Yeah, right. I think it's five. And then the two, the two guys. Um, so the first kill happens at the hour mark, like we said, and then there's a few more. And then we get the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I knew the whole movie. I was like, it's, it's Alex. Yeah. And they took the mask off. Like, yep, it's still Alex. <laughs> also... No, I, I think it could have been better from the beginning had we not known the kids were the cause of Robin's death. Like, had that been a mystery, like, and then they flashed back to it? Yeah, to what happened. And it slowly revealed, like, oh, this is what happened. And the kids had been covering it up for so long, and they put the blame. So if we thought as an audience all along that she did get killed by this psychopath who, got, who escaped, that would have been better. You know what else is really dumb is... So Alex, yeah, Alex, so, so he saw this happen when he was a kid. He didn't say anything. Well, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the episode is like, yeah, but, so, but why, what I mean is like, yeah, why didn't he say something six years ago? Like when he was a kid, wouldn't he be like, and they're like, oh, this crazy person must have escaped and killed your sister. He'd be like, no, she was, she fell out of a window. I was standing right there. I saw You would have said yeah. something. Yeah. Alex, you could have avoided this whole thing. <laughs> You fool. I don't know. Maybe he was just like, in six years, I'm going to get my at prom. I'm going to get my revenge. Yeah, maybe. He's very methodical. Yeah, he's like, this gives me an idea. I gotta... Of the two twins, of the two twins, he was the more he was the uh, evil twin. studious. Yeah, he, was, uh, he had a beard. Um, yeah, a very yeah, a little age. mustache is twirling. <laughs> so, rating-wise, um, one and a half. Okay, we're close. I was a two on this one. Um, cause I thought the last 25, 30 minutes were pretty fun. Uh, but the rest of the movie rather dull. Yeah. That's why I gave it one and a half, yeah. I think, cause for the last 25 minutes, but I don't know. It's just boring. It's just boring. Like, I mean, I guess watch it if you like Jamie Lee Curtis and you want to watch her like. Yeah. Queen. And I guess it's one of those early slasher movies where the, the killer's identity is a mystery, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Whatever whatever you can do better uh and 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 you could see how like maybe subsequent movies like that like scream that we're talking about maybe took their cue oh yeah from oh and prom night's even referenced in scream in the original one i think randy talks about it he does a couple years after that well actually seven years later they took their sweet ass time 
Yeah, but it's not really a sequel. It's not. They they made it into a sequel. <laughs> they kind of forced it, but we get uh, Hello Mary Lou Prom Night Two. That's a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. Right off the bat, it's like this movie's the name is dumb, but whatever. <laughs> 1987 is when this came out, specifically October 16th, 1987. I'm going to tell you that. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Both of these we have talked about before. Oh, shit. What was the number, what was the number one movie? I feel like Fatal Attraction comes up a lot, but I think that might have been 88. Um, uh, I'm going with The Lost Boys. Fatal Attraction. It was Fatal Attraction? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what was the number one song? Was it fucking Kokomo? <laughs> no, it the wasn't. guess that I wrote thought- down was "I think we're alone now" by Tiffany. Oh no, it wasn't that one. Should have been my mom. My mom bought that. Was it my mom or my sister? One of them bought the forty-five. Oh wow! Of Tiffany, I think single. my sister had the cassette tape. I can still picture the album cover. Yeah, it's very eighties. Uh, oh, totally. The number one song was Here I Go Again by White Snake. Ah, okay. Now, we've talked about this song before, but this is going to go back to the hobo talk, okay? So, White Snake, that song was originally recorded in 1982. Yeah. And when it was released in 82, I think it was in, um, I think they're British. I don't know. But anyway, when it was released in 82, it wasn't as big of a hit. And uh, it said, like a hobo, I was born. Oh, really? And they changed it to Drifter? And the only reason why he didn't say Drifter in the first place was because he had used the word Drifter in another song. He was obsessed with Drifters and Vagabonds. Yeah, he was like, like, I can't can't, uh, use Drifter twice, so I'm going to say hobo. But uh, yeah, so I was listening to it earlier because I was like, oh, I just want to get this song fresh in my head. And it was the original version, and I was like what the hell is this that I'm listening to? This isn't the lyrics. Uh, so they re-recorded it in 1987 and uh, replaced Hobo with Drifter. And and it, I think the tempo was sped up too. Okay. Um, they made it more... Uh, it's a better version. The 87 version is a better version. I mean, listen, yeah, it's not a bad it's song. A shit, it's, no, it's a shit song. But, <laughs> I mean, but, well, I say, when I say it's not a bad song, it's like a pure 80s cheese. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a delight. And that was... Uh, Tawny Katane, right? That's right. Dancing on the hood of the car. R.I.P. Gyrating. Witchboards, Tawny Katane. <laughs> written by, that song was written by Whitesnake. But the <laughs> Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, was written by Ron Oliver. Directed by Bruce Pittman. Music by Paul Zaza. Stars, Michael Ironside. Yeah, fucking Richter. Fucking Richter. Michael Ironside, I always remember as Jester in Top Gun. That's like where oh, I associate yeah. He was uh, one of the flight instructors. God, I forgot in, in that. Top Gun. Yeah. But see, I'm a big Top Gun yeah, fan. Yeah, and I always think of uh, Total <laughs> Recall. I always think of Richter uh, from Total Recall. But he's been around forever. He was actually just in something that I was watching. Um, did you Have you seen the show or heard of the show The Dropout? Yeah. With Amanda Seyfried? Yeah. He's in that show. And I saw him and I was like... Is that Michael Ironside? He looks, I mean. He's, he's older, older, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look the same. But he looked enough as the same where I was like, oh, yeah, I know that him. face. Anyway, Michael Ironside's in this. He plays the older version of Billy. Yeah, he plays Bill. All uh, grown Bill, up. Pr- Principal Bill. Bill Nordham. 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 Uh, Steve Atkinson plays the young Billy Nordham. Wendy Lyon as Vicky Carpenter. Mm. There's a lot of nods to. Uh, Other horror movie directors and stuff, yeah. 
Yeah, we got Jess Browning is a character's name, like Todd Browning. Right. We have a character named Eddie Wood. Yeah, Ed Wood. Eddie Wood. We have a character named Monica Waters. So they, there's different directors and stuff like that that they're doing nods to. There's nobody else. Let's see, Wendy Lyon is Vicky Carpenter. Lisa um, oh, Schrig as Mary Lou. Mary Lou Maloney. That's about it. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to the characters here in a second. The budget was $2.5 million. What do you think the box office was? Uh, five? $2.7 million. It was a squeaked by. Just squeaked by. This movie, like I said, wasn't a sequel in the traditional sense, like Prom Night, of Prom Night, but it has to do with prom. By happenstance, it takes place at a high school called Hamilton High School. Well, I think I read that they um, they tacked on that stuff. Like, that was shot later. Like, they added some stuff to, to make a connection. Oh, uh, okay. Retrofitted it to make it a sequel. Yeah, just to kind of... They didn't need to. I don't think that it was necessary. To make this a sequel? Yeah, yes. it could have just been a standalone movie. Agreed. Could have been a could have been a standalone movie, and it would have because there's just no as there's effective. no connection other than the, where it takes place. Yep. Yeah, and even I was looking for the bluffs, and I didn't see any bluffs. <laughs> where are those bluffs? <laughs> Where's the charred school? van at the base of the bluffs? <laughs> but uh, in this movie, actually, it takes uh, we get a flashback to 1957, and Mary Lou Maloney is uh, going into church yeah to she's gonna confess, confess her sins her sins so she sits down in one of those confessional i'm not catholic you're not catholic are you no but confessional booths always like fascinated me growing up i was like i always wanted to go into one i was like what's that like to go into confession like people always do it in movies you know yeah and i like how there's it's always like the face is kind of obscured but you can always tell who it is it's like why do they do that yeah i don't know I don't know, maybe so the priest can see. He's like, who is this? <laughs> I need to see who this is. Why not just put like one-way mirror in there? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, she confesses her sins and she's proud, uh, which is kind of fun. Like after she tells all the yeah, things, she's, she's like, like, I'm glad. And she's like, I loved every minute of it. And the yeah. priest is like, what? And meanwhile, <laughs> she's, ri- <laughs> she's written in um, lipstick for a good time called Mary Lou and she writes her phone number. And the priest is like, oh, humana, humana. He's like, wait a second. Wait, you're not, you're a, not a little you're boy. Not a little boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're not an eight-year-old boy. Not interested. Hard pass. Swipe left. She's dating Billy Nordum. And uh, he gives her a ring. And it has her initials on it. ML for Mary Lou. And uh, they start... Um, or they're dancing and whatever you know and they've been dating for a while i think he says it's a little bit later he's like i pinned you like because that's the thing right like to get pinned yeah yeah where you wear the pin not like a wrestling yeah. thing <laughs> she's like he's like, like i pinned you he's like yeah, i don't think that's <laughs> what you think it means uh, you wrestled me to the floor and held me there <laughs> kind, of abu- kind of abusive really um but he's like i think they've been pinned for like a year so they've been dating for that long, and we find out that she she's only dating him because his dad's rich. Yeah, she's not interested. She ditches him pretty much immediately at the prom. Yeah, she's like, hey, can you go get me some punch? And when he comes back, she's gone, <laughs> and uh, she's backstage with some other dude. Making out with buddy, some dude. Backstage with Buddy Cooper. Yeah, he'll come back later. They're, yeah, they're making out, and... Uh, 
Mary Lou tells Billy discovers them, and Mary Lou's like, "I just used you." Yeah, I don't care about you. Yeah, and and Buddy's kind of like, away. "Yeah, whatever." Uh, he goes to cry in the bathroom, and while he's in the bathroom, he hears two boys saying how they're gonna throw a stink bomb onto the stage. Which I didn't understand the stink bomb. Like you light it, or no? They're gonna throw the stink bomb into the garbage can. Is that what they're gonna do? I can't remember. I don't know, but but you light it. Yeah, it's a, it's a flammable stink bomb. I've never uh, the stink bombs that they used to have when I was in high school were like glass. Yeah, yeah, and, and you, you break throw it them to the ground and, they and it smells like rotten egg. Oh god, I remember kids used to do it in the hallways. Oh, it was awful. When I worked at PetSmart, uh, we let a stink bomb off uh, once in the back of the of the building. <laughs> and I remember my boss came by and was like, ooh, it smells awful over here. It's like, yeah, I think there's like a, a dead hamster or something. I don't know. Uh, so they, they, but the principal comes in. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit, and they throw it in the trash. They throw it in the trash real quick. So Billy, who was crying in the bathroom stall, he comes out and he grabs it. And he goes up to the catwalk above the stage, and he's like, I'm going to pay Mary Lou back. Cause she's she's about be to be crown, prom, uh, queen. crown prom queen. She goes out there to accept her tiara and accept the... They, yeah, she, they go about it right to put the crown yeah. on her. They had just gone to Planet Hollywood. Like, they did the process. <laughs> they did the process. And Billy is up on the catwalk, and he lights the stink bomb, and he throws it down. But he throws it right on her. <laughs> yeah. Eat shit, Mary Lou. <laughs> Ah, she, catches on, she catches on fire. Dude, her <laughs> dress was not flame retardant. No, she just goes up like a dry Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> she starts fucking melting. And she looks up on the catwalk and she sees Billy. Yeah. So she knows Billy's that he like, did it. Oh, Mary Lou. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and uh, Buddy is like crying. He's like, no, no. <laughs> Nobody's putting her out. No, she doesn't stop, drop, and roll. Nobody throws a blanket over her. None of that. Everybody's like, she was kind of a bitch anyway. Yeah, we hated her. I'm glad she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. Yep. She dies. Yep. She burns to death. Yep, sucks. Flash forward. 1987. 30, 30 years later. And we know, like David said earlier in the episode, we know it's the 80s because of how big the hair is. Oh, yeah. The hair is huge on everybody in this movie, but... It's kind of nice. It is fun. Refreshing. Yeah, it was kind <laughs> I of like, a I like nostalgia the trip. And everything. Yeah. Uh, Vicky is our kind of protagonist. Yep. And her mom's a religious prude. Oh, her mom's the worst. The worst. Okay. Can I ask a question? I don't care what you say. Oh, I'm y- yes. Say, yes, you may. <laughs> Granted. Thank you. Vicky's mom is the worst. She's the biggest prude. First of all, how did she ever have, have a kid? Vicky. Yeah, because <laughs> like, someone someone had to do it. They did it exactly her. one time. <laughs> her dad seems really cool. Yeah, why is he still with her? He's a he, yeah. He's kind of a pussy though, because he oh. he doesn't stand up for himself. He lets the no. prude mom kind of run the house. Yeah, because so, she asks her mom, yeah, she wants some money for a prom dress, and the dad's like, "Sure, how much do you need?" And the mom's like, "Your green dress is just fine." What's wrong with that one? You shouldn't even be going to prom in the first place. You're a bitch. I don't love you. <laughs> Go to church, <laughs> basically is what she says. And Vicky's like, oh, okay, well, I guess so. But she's going to look in the prop department, I guess, of the... I mean, it's just being creative. Yeah, yeah, I'll just borrow a dress from the school. From the school. Yeah, it makes sense. From the theater department. And she goes up there, and she finds this old trunk. 
and it's got all of Mary Lou's prom accessories. Yeah, it's got like, like her why? like her sash and her cloak. But why? Like, who, okay, first of all, why didn't this yeah, shit burn up? That shit's evidence. Yeah, they they took that <laughs> stuff off the corpse. Like, grab that tiara. Yeah. That's worth money. We can use yeah. that for one of our plays, or use it next year for prom. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they go to put it on your head. You're like, oh no, wasn't that touching <laughs> a dead body? Some but burnt flesh you, stuck to it. You, you make a good point. It's uh, evidence. So the cops would have taken it. Apparently, Billy shoved it in a fucking trunk and put it in the prop department. It's like, no one will ever find it here. Well, okay, no one's ever going to open up this fucking trunk. It's a trunk in a costume department. <laughs> right. In a like school. Someone's going to open this up at a school. I was in theater. I used to go up to the prop department all the time and look around. Yeah, like, I was always putting old. on tiaras and shit. I was always putting on dresses. Yep. Um, so she takes those out. And when she like takes it out, uh, we cut to uh, Bill, who's now... Yeah, he's the principal. He's the principal of the school. He's also... Um, his son is Vicky's boyfriend. His name's Craig. Um, but yeah. he's got a photo like on his desk and the glass cracks like when the crate badly photoshopped open yeah badly photoshopped photo of the entire class of 1957 or whatever and it cracks and the right at the center of the crack it's mary lou's face mary lou's face yep so bill's kind of like oh oh, i don't know what's going on right away vicky starts having weird nightmares like she has a flashback or something a nightmare of like a greaser guy feeling her up yeah we start getting the sense that like mary lou is kind of like her spirit yeah been released is, is from this and trauma. it's kind of getting into vicky's head yep um mary lou has or mary lou she has a friend named jess who's all depressed because she just found out she's pregnant yeah she's and very sad vicky's, ta- vicky's talking to her and she's like you know why are you so sad and she's like oh i'm pregnant and she's like oh well it'll be fine dude well, that scene where vicky walks in to console jess as she's crying did you notice she had an enormous wedgie no i didn't oh yeah her pants were like all the way up her butt crack <laughs> they're like don't you dare pick that out yeah <laughs> we, we don't have enough film yeah, to the do director's like you twice. keep it in <laughs> so jess is staying after in the art class because uh all of mary lou's stuff vicky had brought to the art room and uh, she left it there for whatever reason. And Jess is staying after school and working on her art project. And all of a sudden, like, the cape comes to life. Yeah, because she chokes. puts on the cloak. And then for some reason, she pops a jewel out of the tiara, which I was like, yeah. why? Why is she doing that? I don't know. But yeah, you're right. It comes to life. It was very it much like her. Nightmare on Elm Street uh, when Part Rod one. getting hung in the, uh, the jail cell. Yep, exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot of nods to other horror movies. Yeah, um, if you want to say nods or ripoffs, particularly I don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, but it chokes her and hangs her, and then it throws <laughs> tosses her out of a <laughs> window. Out the window, and then it just and then it like folds itself back up yeah, it and fixes the itself. goes back in the tiara. Yep. So everybody's like, "Oh well, Jess committed suicide because she was so depressed that she was pregnant." Vicky's all distraught about it, obviously, right? Because she. Uh, is sad that her friend died and she goes and talks to the priest. The priest is the guy that Mary Lou was making, making out, out with, with at the prom. Yeah. At the prom back in the day. So buddy is now a good guy. And Michael Ironside, uh, Bill, who was the guy who killed Mary Lou. He's the principal. So buddy hears Vicky talk about these nightmares and 
uh, hallucinations that David was talking about earlier. And, and there's a lot uh, of them. Like she has multiple nightmares. Yeah, and she st- she goes in and out of them. Like she's awake. Yeah, and she sees. At one point, shit. there's like two in a row. I think <laughs> like she has yeah. a nightmare. The nightmare ends, and then there's another one. So Buddy is like, the priest is like, oh shit. Yeah, I got a warn Bill. Spirit is back. And he goes to her grave with a Bible, and the Bible like ignites on fire, <laughs> it, like burns. And yeah, he's like, I that's think a, something's up. It's a bad sign. <laughs> like if you're if you, any book that you have, if all of a sudden it ignites, just spontaneously like, oh. combusts. Yeah, that's never good. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> so he goes to warn Bill, and Bill's like, "You're a fucking dude." He blows him off immediately. <laughs> he's like, "Get the hell out of here." I don't like you. Oh, meanwhile, there's this uh, bitchy girl at school named Kelly who is like Vicky's rival. At one point, she throws a volleyball at her head. And knocks her out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Kelly's got this thing going on because uh, she's up for prom queen, I, go, I guess. And she goes to this guy, Josh, and she offers him 100 bucks to fix the, the, the computer so that she will win, um, which he refuses and, to do. And she goes, well, what would it take? And Josh is a friend of, uh, of Vicky's. Yeah, yeah, yes. and she's like, "What will it take?" And we don't hear what he says. Or he types something on the computer. Yeah, and she looks and she at reads it, it, and she's like, she's "No, like, you're an asshole." And leaves. she's like, "You're an asshole," and she leaves. And well, come on, we can guess what he typed, <laughs> right? And we'll, we'll find out later. Vicky gets dragged into a classroom, chalkboard. Oh yeah, this is like yeah, another one of her nightmares. That that was kind this of a is, cool effect when she gets pulled into the was. chalkboard and it's water. The chalkboard turns like liquid. Yeah, and like these hands come out and grab her and pull her in. Yep. And then she comes back. When we see her come back out, it's like she's a different person. Mm-hmm. She's been like fully possessed by Mary Lou. Yeah, she's dressing differently, talking differently, Talk. using like old yeah, 1957 she, words. Yeah, she says stuff like, see you later, alligator. <laughs> right. She goes to the priest and she's, yeah. <laughs> she's like, will you fuck me? <laughs> yeah. And then she kills him. Yep, she stabs him to death. At one point, uh, oh. she she's at school and the science teacher comes up to her and is being all pervy and, yeah. and uh, she burns his dick <laughs> <laughs> with the Bunsen with burner? like a Bunsen burner or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's in PE class or like after PE oh, yeah. class or nice whatever. Oh yeah. shower changing. scene. Yep. And then uh, she like gets in a fight with her friend Monica who is dating that Josh guy. And she's, yeah. And she's walking around naked. This actually reminded me a lot of uh, the faculty. Well, I guess it'd be the other way around the faculty. I don't know if they lifted it from this movie but yeah. where she's like walking around naked, very faculty like yeah, hunting Vicky and Monica are in the shower and Vicky goes up to her and like starts like kissing on her and Monica gets freaked out and she's like, you're scaring me. And she like runs and hides and she ends up hiding in a locker. Yeah. <laughs> And Vicky, like, comes to the locker and looks at it and uses, like, her... Fucking carry white powers. Yeah, and crushes the locker and, like, all this goo, like, squirts out of it. So, like, she did. And Monica's dead. Let's see. Vicky seduces... Craig, her boyfriend. Craig. And knocks him out. Yep. And then she goes and confronts Billy. And she reveals that she's Mary Lou. Yeah. And she she goes home and kisses her dad. Oh, well, yeah, that happens, too. But uh, Billy takes it, gets his son, right? Craig, who's been knocked out, and he brings him back home, and he's like, Craig, you know, you got to stay here, and Craig's like, I got to go with you, and then his dad knocks him <laughs> out again. knocks him out. <laughs> this guy's got to have, like, uh, CTE. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with too many <laughs> so, concussions. Yeah. Yeah, he keeps getting concussed. So, when she goes and kisses her dad, yeah. the dad kind of seems into it, 
And then the mom walks in, and then she like force throws her mom through the front door and kills yeah. her. So her mom's dead. I don't know. The dad at first yeah, was like, oh, and then he was like, oh, I don't know. It was it was creepy. It was gross. It was def it was definitely creepy. Yeah, but. I want to give the dad the benefit of the doubt on this one and <laughs> just say yeah. like, Oh, he wasn't into it. But, but, um, it, but going back uh, the Billy, uh, when he knocks his kid out, he goes to the graveyard and digs up Mary Lou's grave, which that would have taken a while. But anyway, he digs it up and buddy is in the, in her coffin, which I was like, what? Yeah. How did yeah, that happen? She buried, she buried buddy into the coffin. But why? I don't know. I don't know why any of this stuff happens. Uh, Vicky goes to the prom. Yep, and this is where we find out what the price was uh, for fixing the the prom queen vote. Because yeah, Kelly goes so back to uh, Josh. She blows him. Yep, because we find out that Vicky actually really won because he shows her. And she's like, well, we yep. got to fix that. So, yeah, she blows him. And he's like, all right, I'll change it. And as he's changing it, he's like at the computer. Like, it's fucking 1987 technology, right? Boop, so boop, he's beep, like... Boop. <laughs> changing it uh vicky who's like carrie white like you said like nightmare on elm street carrie yeah kind of intertwined of, but as he's changing it she uses her telekinetic powers to electrocute him you yeah know, through the computer or <laughs> <laughs> like kelly so, goes back and she's talking to her boyfriend and he's like your breath smells <laughs> which i thought was funny because she just blew that guy yeah um and they announced the winner of the prom. It's still, of course it's, it's Vicky. still Vicky, which that had to piss Kelly off. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I just blew that dude for nothing. Yeah. And my but, breath smells. Um, <laughs> but uh, Vicky is up on stage collecting her prom accoutrements. <laughs> and uh, Billy, the principal, is up in the catwalk again. Yeah, he shimmies up that Marvin Berry ladder. It's <laughs> like, I'm going to go up here. <laughs> And he shoots her. Yeah. He shoots her a lot. He shoots her several times. Like six rounds yeah. on her. Uh, she goes down. But then like Mary Lou, fucking Nightmare on Elm Street 2, yeah. falls out of her Cause, gut. Because Craig shows up and he's like holding her. He's like, no, Mary Lou. And yeah, she rips out of her skin. Yeah. Like fucking Freddy to Mark Patton in, in yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. And she comes out and she's like, like a fucking corpse at first and then she like slowly transforms almost back to the full mary lou but still with like a little bit kind of, of fucked up yeah and she fucked goes full looking. carrie white on everyone yeah she's like wah, 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 looking around she kills that uh, kelly chick with like a neon uh sign or a like light, a light or a tube or something light fixture yeah yeah and uh she chases craig around and she chases him up to the prop room and she like opens up this like fucking vortex this this portal like she's gonna drag him to hell or some shit and uh right when she's gonna do that is when um billy bill yeah bill shows up and he's william bill william (laughs) he's got the crown and he's like mary lou do you want your crown and she's all yeah kind of kind of now yeah he puts the crown on her and they kiss and then that appeases her spirit and her tombstone explodes and then she vanishes. Yeah, so and she's then, at, she's at peace, I guess. And then Vicky's alive. Yeah, Vicky's okay. She survived she, a person coming out of her body, <laughs> and not like a child out of her vagina. Oh, like, yeah, a human a coming out of her stomach. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, a full-grown adult, and, mind you. Yep. And then she also got shot six times. Yes, but she's all right. She's fine. Mary Lou's gone, and uh, Vicky and Craig. You know, it's it's the the typical ambulance with the blankets around oh, them and yeah, stuff. Almost. <laughs> yeah. And Bill uh, takes them into his car, and he's like, "I'll I'll take you guys home." And they get into the back. And he turns the radio on, and it's "Hello, Mary Lou" or whatever fucking song. It's some it is. song that was playing earlier, yeah. And they're like, "Huh?" That's like Mary Lou's song. And we see like, oh, he's wearing he's... the ring that he gave her, the ML ring. Uh oh! And then his eyes glow blue. Yeah, he's all oh, no. Oh. And then he drives away, yeah. and we see his license, license plate plate. says Mary Lou too. Like, when did he have time to do that? He went. You couldn't even do this online back then. He went down to the DMV. He's like, "I want some vanity plates. Yeah, get a convict uh, to stamp that for me. Deliver it right to the high school because I am going to be at this prom." He's ma- she's magic though. Yeah, dude. yeah, she, she made can, it appear. She can just make it. Sure, she manifested it. Yeah. yeah, or maybe she's made them. Well, she's trapped in hell this entire time. She's, she's been, been making, making license plates, license plate. <laughs> and she's just like someday. Maybe she's got a license plate guy. Yeah, <laughs> I got she a guy. I got a guy for that. Uh, so that's the end of the movie. Yep. What do you? What did you think? <laughs> this movie is completely ridiculous. Um, yes. and yet I enjoyed it. I had fun watching yes. this movie. Um, I, and I thought it's I, a lot of fun. I thought I was gonna hate it, but I thought a lot of the kills were kind of fun. Um, the dream sequences I thought were a bit overdone. Like there were too many of them, and then dreams within dreams, like that stuff. I it was kind of dumb. But I thought the visual effects for being a low-budget movie were pretty good. I mean, I think all the characters are kind of forgettable. Except for, I like Mary Lou. Yeah, yeah, she's fun. And I like the flashback, like, liked, starting it in the 50s. I thought that was cool. I would have liked to see more of the Mary Lou character, because I thought that actress, I thought she was really good. Yeah, I liked her more than uh, the Vicky character, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm going to go, I like this one better than the first one. Um, I don't think I like it quite enough to go like a three, but I'm going to go two and a half on this one. Uh, I enjoyed it. and I, w- I would watch it again. Yeah. So I like this better than the first one as well. And I, I wrote down a range and two and a half was the high range, but because you went two and a half, I'll just make it easy and make it two and a half. Um, cause I wrote two to two and a half. Hey, that was my range too. Uh, and then as we were talking, <laughs> I liked it more and I was like, I could even go three, but I did write uh, that this movie was a lot of fun and it was more fun than the original prom night yeah oh, def- I just wish, definitely the one thing that i wish i wish there was more or slash better kills like i thought some of the kills were cool but they, they didn't have the budget You're right for though it. some of it was cheesy like electrocate electrocuting the guy through the computer like that was kind of it sick. was just easy yeah and crushing it the girl like, in the oh, locker we'll just, like there wasn't any really good gore kind of stuff yeah yeah i, I would have liked to see more like better executed kills if that makes yeah. any sense um but there were some fun moments and i thought there was some comedy in there and I, I i thought i mean this movie is ripe for like a redo like you could redo this movie and no one would care and you could call it something else you didn't have you don't even have to fucking call it prom night too but you could redo it in some in such a way that you could be like oh we basically just redid prom, prom night, night too yeah you can make the original stuff happen in the 80s and then now, nowadays stuff happened in the tw- 2020s. Right. And I think people would be like, that's kind of neat. Or you could even do 90s like because that's kind of back in mm-hmm. vogue. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I, I like it better than the original. And that's why I said at the beginning, like labeling it prom night 
probably didn't work to the benefit. No, because I'm movie. sure there was probably some people, probably not many, but <laughs> were like, "Oh, I really like Prom Night. I'm gonna, I can't wait to see what they do with the sequel." And being like, "There's no connection. Like, how is this even yeah. a sequel?" Where's Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, where's any uh, of the actors from the first one? Yeah, exactly. I want Leslie Nielsen. Goddamn. Yeah, where's Leslie Nielsen? Get him out. Come over here. So he was busy filming the Naked Gun. Naked Gun thirty three and a third. <laughs> so yeah, that's prom. David, did you guys have Morp? Have what? Morp. Morp. I don't know what's that. Prom backwards. Oh, <laughs> it's Morp. It's where the girls ask the boys. Oh, wait, was that Sadie Hawkins? Is that the same I thing? I guess that's what that's. Yes, yeah, we had thing. that. Yeah, they called it Morp where Morp. I grew up. It's so stupid. Needless to say, I didn't go to that either. I, uh, <sighs> I, I can't remember if I went to that or not. I don't know. Probably not. If I did, oh I feel goodness. bad for whoever invited me because I can't dance for shit. Because when you answered the door, you're like, "Listen, you're not getting any tonight, okay?" You're not getting any. <laughs> think you're getting in these pants? You think you're gonna toot on this skin flute? Guess again, buddy. <laughs> She's like, "We're just friends, David." I'm not that easy. You gotta wine and dine me. You gotta take me to Planet Hollywood. This whole process. Uh, so that's prom. If you guys have any thoughts on these movies, oh, that's Prom Night, I guess. Prom Nights. Uh, if you have any thoughts on these movies, you can contact us. How can they contact yeah, us, David? Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, YouTube, TikTok. Search for us under The Swear Wolves. Uh, on Instagram, we are The Swear Wolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for The Swear Wolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. See you later, alligator. recording now as well so i will say something so you can match it up <laughs> <Did you? laughs> david just farted yeah that's my i'm syncing that up